It's a real metal vampire bird Jesus, if you will. <laughs> Open your mouth, prepare your tongue, because you're about to get a taste. I cannot believe we've gone 12 episodes without me being able to talk about Final Fantasy. Well, I know the doll is bad, so I gotta think the dusty balloon is less bad. I mean, if all life everywhere ends, what have I that's lost? Facial hair as a theme is not something I ever would have chosen. So, yeah, that's the one that Rock is just sweaty the whole time. Yeah. He's got that good, good pointy Jafar beard. <laughs> I've got three pages of AMA citations. This is the Debate This Podcast. Hello and welcome to Debate This, the show where no one is right, but someone is definitely wrong. In this podcast, we take time out of our busy adult lives to talk about comics, video games, and how an indie game about a naughty goose is going to be the defining game of 2019. Game of the year! Game of the I'm year! I'm the naughtiest <laughs> goose. We're, we're, big, we're big goose game fan, uh, friends here. Yeah, it's, it's a little ridiculous. I stand for goose game. <laughs> the only game that I pre-ordered this year. <laughs> oh, shit. Yes. <laughs> Incredible. All right, so guys, we've all played a Pokemon game, watched the anime a little bit, right? Yeah, we've I've done a Pokemon. I've, I've dabbled. <laughs> You've done a Pokemon. We, we've we've dabbled. Um, so Pokemon battles in the anime are so much cooler than the than they come across in the game, right? <laughs> the game plays like turn based rock paper scissors. Pokemon in the anime though, Pokemon battles are these events. There are always there's always a crowd. Someone's honor is on the line. <laughs> An old enemy has joined with the hero to take down a mutual rival. The anime also shows Pokemon battles playing out with dirty tricks, underhanded tactics, signature combos, and an old favorite here on Debate This, someone finding the strength inside them to beat the better fighter at the last minute. The power and of friendship. Sprinklers. There it is. And, and yeah. sprinklers. And sprinklers. What? I don't get that. What do you I, mean? I don't get when, that either. Uh, that was You're Will, both Will, losers. What was, Will, what am I referencing? <laughs> Will's not going to bail you out on your weird island. You're on your own with this bad reference. <laughs> Shut up and let him talk. Shut up and let our guests talk. What was your, what was your reference? I didn't catch it. The, the sprinklers. The sprinklers. The sprinklers? That come on. The oh, sprinklers oh, are Brock's yeah. gym. I thought you meant literal wrestling, oh, not gym. the Pokemon oh, episode. Yes, yeah. yeah. No, I, I thought it was a wrestling reference. There is an episode of the Pokemon anime where Ash fighting the rock-type gym leader triggers the sprinklers to douse the rock-type Pokemon in water, thus making his Pikachu able to beat them. It's exactly. silly. Which was like a dick move. He cheats. Yeah. Yeah. It's silly, a dick move, and a perfect example of the shenanigans <laughs> we're going to talk about today. <laughs> and then he gets the badge out of pity. And he gets the badge out of pity. Um, so, so all of this stuff is what makes the Pokemon anime so much fun. But there is, there is a real life, like other form of media, where all of this plays out in real life. Um, where people perform death-defying stunts in an arena, surrounded by thousands of screaming fans trying to take home the title of champion. Of course, I am talking about professional wrestling. Woo! Um, yeah <laughs> <laughs> isn't it isn't it just like real life pokemon battles um the silly the silly outfits the the pyrotechnics it's it's actually pretty incredible how none of us 
are involved in professional wrestling at all. You would think we would I'm not going to lie to you. I used to be really into professional wrestling, and I am not not into professional wrestling. (laughs) (laughs) While I don't follow it exclusively, every time I hear something about it, I'm like, yeah, that rat, that's rad. That that rips. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) So today... I am joined by Matt Atomic Drop Cole. Hell yeah, you are. Andrew P- Andrew Pile Driver Henderson and Todd Brainbuster Thomas to combine these two glorious wacky styles of combat to see what happens. However, since we have our most poke knowledgeable host moderating this <laughs> That's episode, not a word. That's really poke knowledgeable. It's not, not a word. <laughs> is, is that a subset of Bulbapedia? <laughs> it, it is now. Um, We are tagging in a special guest to help us out today to make sure you all get the most thorough combination of Pokemon battles and professional wrestling. We are joined by Will Full Nelson Grant, co-host of the excellent (laughs) Pokemon podcast Blasting Off Again, uh, to round out our panel. Will, tell us about yourself and Blasting Off Again. Well, I'm uh, Will, clearly. Uh, I'm from Scotland uh, in the UK. And I do a podcast with Up for Discussion host uh, Tom Zalatni. And we go through the Pokemon anime. Uh, We watch it live and record our reactions on our Patreon. And then we uh, record the episode and talk about anything that comes up during it. Um, Nine times out of ten, we spend most of the time talking about anything but Pokemon. But then we... uh, (laughs) Yeah. But most of the time, it's kind of like, discussing about any current things that uh brought up in the episode anything that is different and then the complications of watching something from the 90s with uh 2019 eyes and um <laughs> yes kind of discussing about whether you know certain characters getting removed and stuff like that is a problem or what would happen now if this circumstance went down and all this kind of stuff? So. Yeah, I, I cannot recommend this show enough. It's so much fun. These guys, it, it's really fun to listen to these old episodes that we all kind of have in our collective conscience. But like similar to another show like Frasier, when, you, <laughs> when you, you watch it and you're like, oh, that's kind of fucked up. And uh, yeah, guys, you, your point of view on, on each one of these episodes is, is really fun and refreshing. So yeah, well done. If, Thank you. if you are a fan of Debate This, we cannot recommend Blasting Off Again enough. Um, it's very, very tangential to what we do here. As evidenced by the fact that we run their promo once a month. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and boy, howdy, are those things from the 90s problematic. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. they sure are. Um, Will, didn't you guys cover some of the, the band episodes, too? Yeah, we did. Uh, we actually went, um, I went and found all of the band episodes, so we're going to be they're coming out as uh, in sequence now, I believe, but um, we went through them as a little extra, and we're going to do the movies as well. Uh, oh, so fantastic. Ev- everything Very will cool. be coming in, in due course, um, so look forward to that little extra bit. Um, but yeah, it's uh, the other thing that I find personally fun about the episode is I'm learning so much about America and Canada, because I've only been <laughs> here a year, uh, so... <laughs> There'll be things that I'll say, and then Tom's like, that's not a word. And I'll be like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Let's find out what you guys call as, uh, you know, a uh, courgette or, you know, a rocket or something. 
<laughs> I uh, I was texting Tom like like a, a couple weeks ago, and I was like, I think my favorite running bit with Will is that he can never get the right name for Lieutenant Surge. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> so, you gave him you gave him like every every like you hit every branch of the military at least once. Yeah, and then I think he was like a he was like a space cadet at one point too. <laughs> it was really. Good stuff. LT Sarge. That's his name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Sergeant, Sergeant Lieutenant Sarge. <laughs> no joke. My friends that I played Pokemon growing up with, born and raised in America, also referred, referred to him as LT Surge all the time. <laughs> I could not convince them. That, that was, was also a soft drink from the 90s. Yes. yes. <laughs> could not convince them that it was Lieutenant, but that yeah. it was LT. Um, all right. So, thank, uh, Will, very nice to have you on. We are very excited to have you here today. Thank you, Emmett. Before we dive in, um, I'm going to lay down some ground rules for this just to keep things fun, interesting, and so we don't get some very boring answers. So, guys, no legendary Pokemon. Todd. Uh, sorry, <laughs> Todd. <laughs> Start over. <laughs> um, no Pokemon designed parallel to, like, martial arts, com- competitive fighting, or wrestling. So it's going to cut out a lot of our fighting types. Um, I want some some creative answers from you. I don't want, well, I picked Hariyama because he's a sumo wrestler and he's going to kill all, beat all you guys. So so <laughs> Mega Evolution Machamp was a bad call. Bad call. Not a thing. Uh, for <laughs> you don't know that it's not a thing. So, so not, not good in that regard, but also <laughs> against the rules we're laying out here. And um, and I'll, I'll say it... Um, you're you're gonna lose point. <clears throat> excuse me. You're gonna lose points if you choose any Pokemon that is in the Pokemon Pokémon tournament game, because that's no fun. That's not what we're doing here. What, Matt? Why? Like, I mean, I I didn't. I checked to make sure that I didn't do that. But like, why? Because I've never played Pokémon <laughs> tournament. I did. Kyle's not check. in charge, and it's his rules. Um, so that's it's why. my my rules. It's a. I mean, it's a game. It's a fighting game with Pokemon. So like, it's Aren't half all of what Pokemon we're already... games fighting games with Pokemon. <laughs> It, oh, it, it's like point, Kyle. It's the whole it's, thing. Did point. you play? Did you play Pokemon Snap? Because only kind of. It's a, it's it's Tekken with Pokemon though. So it's like halfway okay. to what we're doing here already, and and I don't want I don't want to make it too easy for you. I want originality, Matt. It's a real metal vampire bird, Jesus, if you will. <laughs> Got it, man. I'm gonna, I'm gonna note now that Tekken is halfway to WWE. <laughs> yes, <laughs> that's that's one hundred percent. Got it. I just want to mention that Kyle was perfectly right when he said that Pokemon tournament is no fun. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. That five-year-old game. <laughs> All right, guys, let's get ready to battle. How'd you like that? Is that copyright? Did I did I violate any copyright terms with that? We can't monetize this episode now. We are no longer pod safe after that. (laughs) All right, guys. Um, so let's let's get into it. Introduce to us your fighter. Give us their bio, history, stage name, fighting style, likes, dislikes, anything you want to include at all. Um, tell us about them. Why'd you pick them? Anything. Matt, kick us off. You got it, Kyle. Standing at six foot tall, seven inches, weighing in at 175.3 pounds. Let me introduce you, gentlemen, to your highness, the majesty, the king. Does he have a real name? Yes. Does it matter? Absolutely not. You are you do not deserve to call him by his real name. He is the king and only the king 
It is a slow king. Slow king is the best new WWE superstar. (laughs) (laughs) So, slow king. Traded holding the king rock and then traded back as a slow king. Entered the WWE realm only to become ruler of all of those less intelligent than he. Which turns out is most professional wrestlers. So, Slow King, the King, is one of those villainous type of wrestlers that just creates this parade of, like, D-list superstars who follow him around and do his bidding. Why? Because the (laughs) King is insanely intelligent. He's just smarter than you. That's his whole shtick. He's super, super smart, and because of that, he is always able to win in a fight. Is it fair? No. But if he thinks a way around it, it's just creative thinking, and that just marks his intelligence. He is the most intelligent, and he has an Mm. entire army of people who will follow him around and do whatever he wants. So typically, when you get into a match with the king, you're getting into a match with everyone on the king's court which is a lot of people because he's a bad guy and <laughs> WWE villains have a lot of friends, I guess. All hail the king. I am very I am very curious to see the very dotted line that you made between Slow King's actual Pokédex entry and what you just said. I I liked all of it. I really want to I want to get into the king's who's on the king's court. Um, later <laughs> excuse me while i google good. d-list wwe superstars <laughs> <laughs> um but uh, so while you do that we'll move on to andrew um introduce your fighter to us all right everybody allow me to introduce you to the duke of defilement heir to the crown of corruption her majesty's royal rottenness it's galarian wheezing that's the, there's going to be, a, that was a sound cue there. Yeah, thank you, thank you. You can't thank just you. say there's going to be a sound cue there. Yeah, you don't have any there. control over that. That's me asking Kyle for a sound cue. Anyway, Galarian Weezing, a.k.a. the Duke of Defilement, is as nefarious as his top hat is tall. And, and, sho- and shoves more British imperialism down your throat than a Charles Dickens novel. Are, are Charles Dickens novels inherently about British imperialism? We're moving on. Wait, no, hold on. Don't move on. I, I need to point something out. So you said as tall as his sure. top hat is tall. I was really curious because I figured I was going to come into this argument. No, he's, and he's, he's built like a... Wait, what did I say? Nefarious uh, as his top no, no, no. hat is yeah, tall. Yeah, nefarious as his top hat Whatever. is tall. Whatever. I came into this argument fully intending to be like, listen, my guy is six foot seven and all of your guys are like two foot ten. So obviously I'm the best <laughs> professional wrestler. Galarian Weezing is nine feet ten inches tall. <laughs> How much is hat? How much is hat? I think hat is is uh, five six of that. Standard Weezing is three foot eleven. So you got six feet of hat. You got six dude. feet yeah. of hat. <laughs> two um, yards of I'm, hat. I got hat on hat on hat, baby. That is that is two meters of hat in freedom. You know, it's just so you got that, Will. Oh, no, we still use feet. Let me let me read the thing that I wrote because I really like the thing that I wrote. Oh shit. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> go go ahead, Andrew. Uh, all right. So, Galarian Weezing, built like a smokestack of a Victorian-era sweatshop run by orphans and armed with the poison cloud mustache of the East India Company. <laughs> Why are you doing this? <laughs> the Duke of Defilement is Imperial Megalomanic Incarnate. His top hat and monocle were hand-built by the street urchins that he refused to feed but will definitely tax. Well, welcome to the show. <laughs> 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 so I have to apologize to Will for two reasons. Um, yeah, one, 
because <laughs> well, well, wait, I, wait, wait, time out. Two reasons so far. <laughs> yes. Well, the, uh, beat me. So too. the first reason is because I I had created I decided to do Glory and Weezing, and then I built this whole very Dickens esque backstory to him, which I can share if you really want to hear it, guys. Um, you have to but, now. <laughs> and so then I emailed Will. I was like, Oh, oh, Will, oh, Will. I'm so sorry. And then I apologize for a second time because I called you British, even though you're Scottish. So I am two times yeah. an asshole. They kind of want to, well, it depends on how funny you want to be about it, but British and Scottish are one and the same. But yeah. it really depends there on you go. Uh, your allegiances. <laughs> so one and, one and a half times. One and a half <laughs> times, yeah. So, uh, you wanna, so you asked a little bit about uh, the Duke's backstory. Please. Um, I don't think so we actually did ask about it. I think you offered it, it and we said, in, okay. What I am seeing in the question, so I'm going to answer the question. <laughs> Suck it, Todd. Uh, so a long time ago, uh, Glorian Weezing was born into privilege, um, and he was. I said he was. He was raised with a silver spoon in his mouth and a broom to shoo away the vagrants. He was born a young coughing, and anything he desired was was his. But after his parents died to uh, died very young due to cholera, um, coughing was sent to live with his grandparents. But soon they also died from cholera. Um, after coughing had discovered their hidden garden and destroyed all the plants with its poison gas. That was secret garden. Wow. Good job. Um, soon is after, this, who is this for? Soon after, <laughs> coughing, coughing <laughs> found himself on the street uh, he, where he met a charismatic thief that taught him how to survive by stealing. Um, coughing later met a cantankerous old widow who never took off her wedding dress until the day she died. That was, that was two more. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's and the then, lady that caught <laughs> on fire. That guy they got that one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, he and he and this particular widow formed a sort of friendship, and she left coughing with everything in her estate after she died from cholera. Of course, um, after inheriting <laughs> so uh, much the widow's, cholera, <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of cholera in Victorian era. <laughs> um, after inheriting the widow's late husband's fortune, coughing found himself to be a rich landowner and evolved into a very wealthy Weezing. Um, so now Weezing has donned the new identity of the Duke of Defilement. And lives off of the taxes that he impose, imposes on the paupers and peasants in his self-appointed dukedom. I love the Victorian backstory, like the very 18th century backstory you gave to this character in our present day professional <laughs> wrestling organization. Well, that's, his, that's his character's backstory, Kyle. Don't be silly, Kyle. It's making me think that I'm back doing my GCSEs hearing all of these Dickens references. <laughs> it's just like home, right? <laughs> Stop that. <laughs> all right. Before this gets any worse, Todd, please introduce your fighter. It's not going to get better. I'll give you that much. <laughs> In 2019, nobody wants anything pure in wrestling as we've just learned from the first two out of two entries into this question. Um <laughs> Everybody wants a heel, a real dirty boy, someone who will really get down in the mud, or should I say, the muck. <laughs> you, shouldn't, you shouldn't say that. Oh, I, I did. I'll say it again before we're done. Kyle, coming into the <laughs> ring to mix it up with these sad sacks is one of the original dirty boys of Pokemon, my boy Muck, and it's so stinky, Kyle. That's a description they gave it in, like, Generation <laughs> 4, I think. <laughs> they specifically said, it's so stinky. But not just that. Since wrestling is all about the flash in the show, it's an Alolan muck. Did you know, Kyle, that, that there are more than just the normal Pokemon? That there are sure other types of Pokemon? <laughs> I, I did know that, Todd, but for the sake of argument, why don't you explain it? <laughs> yeah, I'd love to. So... 
this is an Alolan monk, muck. So instead of being like the normal grayish purple, it's like all these prettier colors. And so anyway, this muck in its colorful poison stone embedded glory, uh, it, it was teased for years that its skin was the shiny gold color as opposed to the sad purpley gray of its peers. And after always being resented for, for being different until he started doing something about it. And I'll tell you what that was, Kyle. He leaned into the differences and he did what any tortured soul who was raised in a middle-class family would do, and he turned to wrestling. <laughs> that's, what, that's what he did. So, a tale as old as time. <laughs> gentlemen, this golden-skinned muck comes to the stage known only as his stage name, Gold Mucks. No, no, absolutely not. And and he's gonna nope. make it. He's gonna Un- make unsubscribe. it. <laughs> he's gonna make it so mucky for you. I. It's so stinky. I dislike Good. so much about what you just said. Hey, Kyle, please don't put an audio cue there. <laughs> <laughs> say, just say it. Just try saying it, Kyle. Gold mucks. Gold Bucks. Do you even that's know good, the wrestler it? that's based off Todd? I know gold. I know gold dust. I get it. I was <laughs> I was raised in. The, you think you're no 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 Bane no Bane voice. This is a Pokemon episode. Fifth grade Todd stayed up every Monday night to watch it to watch Monday Night Raw. I'm pretty sure Muck is rainbow because he's an oil slick in the sun. Yeah, okay, I took some creative liberties. What did you do with yours? Stay true to form? Is that what you did? <laughs> I mean, tell, look at Galarian what Weezing and tell me he's here? not Andrew. <laughs> okay, you look at Galarian Weezing and tell me he's no, not you a look Victorian at Weezing. You... He doesn't own a sweatshop. Tell me he doesn't own a sweatshop right now. I refuse to get this mad in question one in front of our friend and guest. <laughs> so I'm not there But yet. you are... You already are this mad, Todd. Um, it's so stinky. Will, Will, why don't you? <laughs> Hello. Why don't you save Todd? Give him a chance to calm down and tell us about your fight. <laughs> <laughs> so to counter uh, Todd's uh, comment there about not wanting anything cute, um, I went for Clefairy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the hero we needed. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Coming in at. Two feet tall and weighing probably about as much as a unicorn's fart. It is Clefairy. Uh, Clefairy was uh, is the face of the company. Uh, originally going to be the official mascot of Pokemon, but then got overtaken by Pikachu. Um, Clefairy is wanting to bring joy to the hearts of the children and it does it with a smile on their face and calling the other wrestlers things like poop and silly wickets (laughs) and stuff. (laughs) Uh, Clefairy is bringing joy to the hearts of children and anger to any adult who has any sense of like actual wrestling Um, (laughs) easily defeating the opponents uh, with such as um, <laughs> in a elimination match where five on five it ends up being three on one and Clefairy still beats the odds after getting DDT'd on the concrete floor. <laughs> oh, that was so specific. So, <laughs> yep. That's it. I'm not bitter about John Cena at all, I promise. Um, I was going to say, is Clefairy John Cena? <laughs> <laughs> in my head, it is just John Cena with body paint. In this uh, metaphor, <laughs> Clefairy. <laughs> <laughs> John Cena very, wearing a very small shirt. I think it's a mix between John Cena and like Bailey. I don't know if you guys are 
are aware of Bailey, but she's uh, she. It's it's incredible because she comes out to a wacky waving inflatable arm flailing tube man. Oh, that's the best. Yeah. Oh, I like yeah, excellent. <laughs> she sure does. Uh, yeah. So Clefairy, uh, I'm not going to go too far into it because I don't want to jump onto the next point. <laughs> All right. Well, yeah. cool. Save it. Yeah, yeah save definitely. it. You'll yeah, need it against it. our really well put together arguments. <laughs> well, well researched uh. and thought out arguments that Todd, Matt, and Andrew always bring to debate this. I know. Every I'm time. terrified. <laughs> Whatever. I'm talking about books, nerds. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. So, question two: Hulk Hogan had the leg drop. The Rock has the people's elbow. Steve Austin had the Stone Cold Stunner. What is your Pokemon fighter's signature move? And describe it to us. Make it as flashy, incredible, and pain-inducing as possible. Matt, tell us about the King's signature move. <laughs> oh, I will tell you. Court? Don't read ahead, Andrew Jesus. Come on. <laughs> is that what it was? I didn't read it. I didn't yeah, read it. Is that what it was? It's not what it was. Nice. You're, you're on the same Google You Doc said it me. earlier. Yeah, you said it earlier, man. I love this. I love uh, this. Yeah, Talk about the it's royal the court. King's Dick. court, Andrew. The goddamn king's court. <laughs> <laughs> he he sounds like a WWE Listen, fan right now. I'll tell you all about <laughs> the majesty. It's still real to him, damn it. <laughs> the majesty of the king's court, Kyle. You see, when it is time to activate that special move, when it is time to end a match. The king crawls up on the turnbuckle, stands atop, and throws his arms wide as all of those loser villains who follow him everywhere come out from underneath the ring and then distract the person who he is fighting. Because, again, he's a villain. He's a super bad guy. He's not the guy you root for. He wins because he cheats. He That's, fights dirty. Yep, it's the, it's the shtick. Yeah. So everybody comes out and jumps into the ring and distracts the guy's fighting. Never really hits him, just distracts him. Spins him around a whole bunch. And then when everybody exits the ring and the king's court leaves, the king goes into the Zen headbutt, which is an actual Pokemon move, as he leaps from the top turnbuckle and goes forehead to forehead with whoever he's fighting, which is still a, a pretty dirty Ooh. move. But you go it from is. being completely distracted to turning around and getting a face-to-face -face smack with an actual shelter attached to the top of the king. I like it. Thank you. It's got style. It's it fits the character. Yeah. Uses good good use of a Pokemon move. Thanks. I, I like it. Yeah. Andrew, why don't you tell us about the Duke's the Duke of what is it the the Duke, the Duke of, of Defilement Defilement signature move. Tell us how move. bad it's going to be, Andrew, because it's not going to be good. Got him. The Duke's signature move is called the curtain over Whitechapel. Oh, it wasn't good. I was right. Oh, this is... <laughs> the, Duke, the Duke fills the ring with a dense cloud of smog, obscuring his opponent's sight and slowly filling their lungs with toxic gas. This is, of course, the move smog. Okay. Mixed with a little bit of smoke screen, but, you know, I took a liberty. Sure. Um, while the opponent is blinded by the cloud of smoke and reeling from, the, from inhaling poison, the Duke will attack from the shadows or from the fog with a quick-hitting gyro ball. Oh, okay. Is, yeah, it's yeah. TM that uh, Weezing can learn. Yep. I like it. Um, also, uh, nerdy note, Glorian Weezing's passive ability is to nullify all other passive abilities, which is like pretty tight in itself. Is. Can you explain that for those of us who don't Pokemon nerd? <laughs> <You're>, <laughs> fuck off. You're in a video game podcast. Every Pokemon, <laughs> every Pokemon has an ability that like affects the battle in some way, whether it like boosts 
boosts moves or like prevents things from happening, etc., etc. So Weezing's Galarian Weezing's special ability like like cancels out all the other abilities when he's on the field. So you you typically plan around that ability in in battle, and it it um, eliminates that advantage you were hoping to get for your your Pokemon's mm-hmm. ability. Thank you for the translation, Kyle. Thanks, Kyle. It's a pretty dirty move for a pretty dastardly Pokemon. Yeah, he's uh he's a, he is a dirty boy. I feel like Andrew's character, his signature move is tie us to the train tracks. I feel like <laughs> that's actually what he wants to do. And then twirl his mustache and go, man, while it's happening. Like Andrew's character is Snipe Snively. Yes. <laughs> um, so he, he uses, he nullifies those passive abilities. I, I called that ability, the unofficial name is, and Bob's your uncle. Um, because one, I looked for British <laughs> slang expressions. Stop and, it. And two, <laughs> and two, it's because uh, that's what the Duke responds with uh, in the ring to any Pokemon that fails to activate their passability. He goes, whoop, whoop, Cheerio, and Bob's your uncle. <laughs> I hate you. Do, you. do you actually know what that means? Uh, yeah, Bob's your uncle. It's like, uh, and there it is. Yeah, well done. Tell him he's wrong. Good research. <laughs> You're not supposed done. to agree with him, Will. <laughs> yeah, Will is my new best friend. All right, Todd, save us for Andrew's antics i don't think he will uh, yeah I, I won't if you google search american slang expressions i was just curious to see what, what like is out there for us it's things <laughs> like us. it's things like for us folk it's things like to jack up the prices to take a rain check to ride shotgun okay that seems fair those all seem pretty fair i was thinking i was expecting like way more like to do a Fortnite kind of thing but that's fine yeah, I didn't even register those things as slang. Those no. are just things that are part of the lexicon, which I guess is what slang is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kyle. So I want to paint the picture. So, so these these yahoos they've hit gold mucks with a good hit, and you think he's down. He starts to slither and writhe away as as they walk towards him, and just as they're about to flip him over for the pin. He rolls over and mud blasts you straight in the eyes with a handful of golden gunk. Ooh, that's I do right. Not want that to happen. That's also, right. You're just straight up ripping off of gold dust, and I hate you for it. That's like, right. You took you took gold dust Wikipedia page, and you took Mux Bulbapedia page, and you're just mad libbing that shit together. I see you, Todd. I see you. That's right. You've just fallen into his trap and are now victim to his infamous gunk shot. And if you're curious what gunk shot is, Generations 4 and Beyond described it as the user shoots <laughs> filthy garbage at the target to attack. Also, there's now a 30% chance you might be poisoned, so I hope all the other wrestlers in the league are up on their shots. You said that, you said that like you had a half chub the entire time. <laughs> <laughs> it's so stinky. Todd's, he's, Todd's he's really gonna horny make... for this gunk shot. <laughs> <laughs> he's, I'm going to make it so mucky for you. Oh, oh, God. God. I, That's gross. There are, Two things in that answer I enjoyed. One, I don't think Matt anticipating getting this upset at, at his uh, wrestling fandom being called out in this way. And two, um, how accurate his description of what Todd did was. Because I thought I thought you were going to say that that at least one of the two favorite things from that was when I stopped talking. No, so that's fine. Whenever whenever we talk Pokemon on this show, Todd, you can always. 
um, count on Todd to read straight descriptions <laughs> of the moves from the Wikipedia page. At least I didn't start by saying that Muck was number whatever from the Pokedex. That's usually how I start things. <laughs> um, Will, s- save us from Todd and, and tell us about Clefairy's signature move. So Clefairy's signature move is uh, fan interaction because she makes sure that everybody is having a great time and getting involved. So <laughs> when they're beaten down, <laughs> when they're beaten down and just can't go any further, she'll stand up and start waving her fingers back and forth, which is an indication to the crowd oh, to throw God. all of their shit, all of their popcorn, their hot dogs and everything <laughs> up into the ring to bring down the move Meteor Shell. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Holy crap. Um, and yeah, it just destroys the ring, destroys the opponent and everything. Every, and it, yeah, just, just annihilates yeah. everything. Um, very, <laughs> it's a real Final Fantasy summon of a move. Oh, and he, he brought in Metronome 2, which is also Clefairy's like, signature move in the game. Yep. Very, very choice. I, F- foreshadowing, foreshadowing with Metronome there. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm sorry. I don't want to spoil anything. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> okay. Before I ruin any more of Will's answers, we'll, we'll move on. Um, so... Pokemon battles, professional wrestling, much like podcasting, is all about showmanship. So, please describe your Pokemon fighters' walkout sequence. What's their walkout song? What do they do? What do they do? Do they interact? Do they interact with the audience? Are there props? Go nuts! What what's their what's their walkout look like? Uh, Matt, describe it to me. Oh, I'll describe it to you, Kyle. You see, the king does not just walk out. The king is prefaced by the king's court. Now, if we're talking about a super intelligent, super smarter than you pro wrestler, like the king is, clearly we've got to get some super intelligent progressive metal in here as a walkout song. So <laughs> the, cr- the crowd really likes progressive hard rock, <laughs> progressive metal. I, I don't think this is the right demographic, but continue. <laughs> Hey, one of us on this call has watched wrestling before, and that's Will, and I have watched wrestling a couple of times, which almost makes me as up to it as Will. So my, anyway, my knowledge of wrestling is just slightly better than my knowledge of Pokemon. Take that as you will. <laughs> so listen, we're going to start with the lead single or the lead song from Avatar's most recent album, Avatar Country, uh, and that is Glory to Our King. And that is when the entire king's court comes out and stands in a line in front of the, I don't remember what the hell the thing they walk out of is called, the curtain, the stage. They, they up to the front of the, the row, and they sing along to the words of Glory to Our King, which is like 50 seconds long. And then the remainder of the king's court, because it's like 15 D-list superstars, carries the king out on a throne to The King Wants You by Avatar and carries him the whole way down to the stage. And he walks off the throne, probably on the heads of the peasant king's court, up into the ring. All right. That's... <laughs> well, we'll talk about your song choice later. I don't know if the producers are going to go for um, progressive heavy metal, but... Uh... <laughs> They're really good songs, okay? <laughs> it's really heady. Um, but, but I like, I like the theatrics. I like the, I like the walkout. Um, Andrew, what does the Duke, what's the Duke's walkout sequence look like? 
<clears throat> Excuse me. A thick haze covers the arena. We hear the sounds of a sinister orchestra playing in the background as a small, crippled boy emerges from offstage. What? He is covered, <laughs> <laughs> he is covered in soot. He wanders around for a while looking lost. He asks, he asks a couple of people, Are you me mum? Just then... <laughs> I just died. I think. <laughs> I think we're canceling the podcast yeah, after this. I think that's it. Like just sorry. then, <laughs> I can't. I can't. I can't finish it. Um, just then, the Duke himself slowly floats in from the wings. The small boy, covered in soot, runs up to him and says, "Please, sir, I'm so very hungry and also crippled. May I have just a bit of rotten gruel before I go back to my chimney sweeping?" And the Duke stops and turns around and says, You want more? And then he uses self-destruct and explodes. <laughs> what? So he instantly loses. Well, I, I think we can argue that he can, can we? reform. It's like a fake explosion. It's like a, this it's is, like a this controlled is like explosion. It's the pyrotechnics of Yeah, of the it's the pyrotechnics. And then uh, we switch songs and we turn on England 5, Germany 1 to blast on the speakers. Uh, there's a sound cue there as the Duke reforms and enters the ring and then covers the entire arena with smoke and people boo. <laughs> so you think yep. that the producers will say no to progressive metal, yep. but we'll give you a big thumbs up on child with physical handicap. Yep. Also, he, the child has cholera. I'm quitting this podcast. I'm done. <laughs> Andrew is the real heel of this story. <laughs> yeah. Um, the the producers aren't reacting positively <laughs> to your your crippled well, boy as prop uh, <laughs> uh, walkout, um, but but they're they're gonna they're gonna give you a chance and see see how awesome. it goes. Is it a make a wish child? <laughs> yeah, I think that's how they're gonna have to spin it. Is you you're yep. gonna have to give a lot of money to make a wish after this. That's that's fine. We'll I do you know bullet. at one point John Cena was yep. like the number one make a wish. Oh, he still is. He still is. By he still is, by yeah. a wide wide like by an unclosable yeah. margin. Mm-hmm. Man, good for John Cena. Yeah, yeah. dude. Oh, yeah. Dude like shows up to a kid like hangs out with him, gives him a pair of jorts. Like it's a good day. <laughs> it's it's a real Clefairy move actually. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like like almost legitimately is doing a make a wish like once a week at yeah. this. point rate like he's nice. he's very into make a wish and it's very cool um but we're not talking about john cena kind of <laughs> can we can we just cancel this podcast and talk about john cena <laughs> um todd tell us about gold muck's walkout sequence and it's, also i hate you for making me say gold muck <laughs> <laughs> so it starts with all the lights are down because that's i think how everything always starts and you hear in hot whisper voice Dirty, Dirty. Uh, filthy, nasty, Nasty. you nasty. Because at that point, Dirty by Christina Aguilera is popping off. And at that, when the when the when the voiceover says, "If you ain't dirty, you ain't here to party," Gold Mux bursts out onto the scene, just throwing handfuls of golden toxic sludge into the first three rows of fans. Don't worry, they signed waivers beforehand because this is very dangerous and certainly harmful. And at that point, the the lyrics are, ring the alarms, I'm throwing elbows. And then they say, let's get dirty, that's my jam. Okay, the point is that (laughs) Goldmux is a filthy boy. 
and nothing would make more sense than <laughs> nothing would make that even more abundantly clear than 2002's greatest and grossest hit. So it has to be Christina Aguilera's <laughs> Dirty, and it plays out exactly like I said. Why is Muck so horny? <laughs> <laughs> well, well, to be fair, it's not Muck that's horny. It's Alolan Muck that's horny. Specifically Fine. this one. Specifically, you know what, Todd? You got wrestler me. You got me on that one. <laughs> there you go. Um, Will. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry you have such a poor lead in every time with Todd's answer. <laughs> but why don't you tell us about Clefairy's walkout sequence? So, Clefairy, um, the curtain opens and a cascade of inflatable beach balls come out and uh, <laughs> spill onto the audience and everybody batters them about. And uh, the song Wouldn't It Be Nice uh, by the Beach Boys starts playing as <laughs> Clefairy, <laughs> Clefairy floats from a random part of the arena and gets bumped around by the audience and eventually, after, I don't know, 20 minutes, uh, gets put into the ring <laughs> and <laughs> that's, the, that's the entrance, pretty much. They, they get, like, <laughs> gets crowd surfed up into the ring and that's it and that's yep. that that's the whole thing with the beach boys playing the whole time exactly i like that that's <laughs> it's wholesome it's, it's very so very wholesome very fun you know what i liked about that it didn't have any children with disadvantages in life <laughs> yeah i didn't yeah i didn't feel gross and and dirty after hearing it unlike the rest of the answers <laughs> to that question <laughs> whoa I don't know that I would tack gross onto mine. I'll tack a lot of words onto my answer, and not many of them are good. But I don't think I would jump on the gross train. Well, we'll, we'll agree to disagree. And That um, is the first and only time I think Matt would ever say he wouldn't jump on a ghost train. Oh, you said gross, gross not ghost. Train. Damn it. Gross train. Gross train. <laughs> you hear what you want to hear is the thing. So with that, uh, we will, we're going we're gonna to take a short break. Uh, we will Thank come, God. We will try and, <laughs> I, I try and collect ourselves, and we will come back with the super secret bonus question. I'm Tom. I'm Will. And we're the hosts of Blasting Off Again, a new Pokemon podcast brought to you by the Upward Network. We've decided to take on the task of watching through every episode of Pokemon, providing live commentary and in-depth analysis of everyone's favorite 90s dogfighting cartoon. We're tackling the hard-hitting issues. Is Brock racist? Was coughing the first ever suicide bomber? What are the environmental implications of using Pikachu to power a building? Will Misty ever get her pipe out? Find out the answer to all these questions and more on Blasting Off Again. Available on the Upward Network, iTunes, and wherever you get your podcasts. We're, We're blasting, blasting off again! Ding. And we're back here for our secret, super secret bonus question. Um, guys, the, so the producers have been out. They uh, scoped out some of your matches. And they've noticed that your characters, surprisingly, are very popular but they don't know how well they're going to read for uh, TV, but they want to bring you on. So they have asked you all to, to just make slight changes to your character, the biggest of which is having you do the ever-popular in wrestling heel-faced turn. Um, so we are turning your 
bad guys into good guys, your good guys into bad guys. Um, so they play better on TV and get try and get some different reactions from the audience. So, Matt, why don't you tell us how you are going to turn the king from a underhanded, dirty villain to a hero that our fans can rally behind? Right. So, Kyle, let's uh, let's step away from wrestling for a hot second and let's talk Pokemon anatomy. As all true Pokemon fans know, Slow King gets its intelligence from the shelter sucking on the top of its head. Naturally. The shelter bites the Slow King and that releases venom into the Slow King's brain, (laughs) causing a chemical chain reaction that unlocks a superior intelligence an extraordinary power. Is that real? More venom is injected into the Slow King every time it yawns. I read that from Bulbapedia. That is, so, that is fair real. enough. Yeah. Yep. I, I mean, everything is anything anymore. So. <laughs> the other thing to know about Slow King is that if the shoulder pops off of its head, it doesn't de-evolve. It doesn't become not Slow King anymore. It just loses all of its intelligence and has to like <laughs> start from base level intelligence and relearn everything. <laughs> So how we're going to make this heel turn happen is the king is going to go for the special move. The king is going to get up on that turnbuckle. The king's cord is going to come out. It's going to distract the enemy. And the king is going to launch in for a zen headbutt. But, but, the person that he is fighting was ready for it and turns around and punches the king right in the face and knocks that shelter off the top of its head. And suddenly, the king doesn't know it's a king anymore. The king has to relearn everything. The king goes from the king all the way down to the peasant and has to relearn all of the intelligence it's already learned. And in that journey, (laughs) decides to learn to be a good guy and not a bad guy. Wow. It's... You're, the king. The king has a true Super Metroid journey. I love it. I, I yeah. like it too. Yeah, it's it's got it's got redemption. It's got it's got you know started from the bottom. It's all the all the good things we need in a in a hero's tale. Pulled himself up from the bootstraps, yeah, if you will. Exactly. I won't. Not to not to say something awful. Um, Andrew, why don't you <laughs> tell us about the Duke? And, I got I got I got one real quick. Oh, oh God. <laughs> Shelters for Algernon. Eh? Okay. Eh? That's well, not a thing. Yeah. Todd, yeah. why don't you thing. tell us about <laughs> <No>! Golden <laughs> I want to do a thing. I want to do a thing. Get your okay. six okay. foot hat out of here. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, you'll, you'll think that was funny later. Just think about it for a second. So um, anyway, so remember that orphan from before? Yeah. So, didn't um, forget about him. <laughs> sure. So I wish uh, I could. Glorian, Glorian Weezing one night went to sleep in his, in his lonely Duke, Duke Manor? Duke Manor? Duke Manor. And uh, he was visited by three ghosts, one of Christmas past, one of Christmas present, and one of Christmas future. Um, he woke up and decided that his, uh, his life was a lie and he was going to change his ways. So he decided to adopt that orphan and live out the days uh, giving that orphan everything that that orphan would ever want. And Galarian Weezing changed his name from the Duke of Defilement to Daddy Warmucks. <laughs> I, You're welcome. That's very good. Is Daddy Warbucks British? I'm not. I'm not a Annie fan. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact: No one is. See, Will. The way it works sometimes is when Andrew says stuff, we just don't react and we just let it hang out there, uh, so that he has to think about what he's done, the choices he's made. I was listening to a thousand listeners laughing at my joke. It's great. Fair enough. 
see my, my only question if daddy warbucks is american does that mean that like they turn face because they're now american in which case Damn it. you need to apologize to me again yeah <laughs> i think he does ding <laughs> i think that's why i said at the beginning he had two things to apologize for <laughs> so, so far, far. <laughs> um todd why don't you tell us about about gold muck's turn <laughs> i love it every time you say it it was in an epic pay-per-view showdown that gold mucks was beaten by having someone use his own finisher against him when they splashed him he got with... gunk shotted himself oh no it was different they splashed him with fresh water which is an item introduced in generation one after that beating <laughs> was when gold mucks saw the error in his ways and was relaunched the following season as a totally new character Think like Mick Foley, Mankind, Dude Love kind of situation. Sure. So the following debut that that Goldmucks was reintroduced, he was no longer Goldmucks. He was Dwayne the Jelly Jellicent, the purest of the pure boys, (laughs) who doesn't make it so mucky for you. You really tripped over your dick on that one, didn't you? Please, yeah. please clap. How do you like the Andrew treatment, Todd? <laughs> this is what this is what you do to him. I know that this is a real snake in my boot situation, and you want to <laughs> you want to be proud of me. So I'm happy with what I've done today. All right, Todd, I have a question for you. Yeah, it's I don't I don't want it. How many other <laughs> 2003 era wrestlers can you name? <laughs> um, man, this is actually good. Like. So I was in the prime of wrestling watching Stone Cold Steve Austin drink like six beers before and after the the wrestling. So we're talking like Stone Cold, The Rock, all the mankind situations going on with Mick Foley. All the mankind? All the mankind. There was one mankind. I get it. He's Um, got like six names though. That's fair. Triple H. This is back when China was like the only prominent like woman wrestler. Whoa. Um, Don't you disrespect Trish Stratus like that. Okay. Trish Stratus. Okay. (laughs) This is back when uh, Vince McMahon was just starting to get punched in the face. So, like, I get it. I, I've, got, I've got some chops here. This is very, very specific crowd. <laughs> but they're loving it. Turns out it's Todd and I. Todd and I are that very specific crowd. He'll make it so mucky for you. Stop saying Gross. that. No one Gross, wants you on. to say that, Todd. Moving on. We're moving on to the next person. Will, you have the only character who is, who is turning from a crowd favorite to a villain, uh, why don't you tell us uh, about Clefairy's heel face turn? Do indeed. Um, so Clefairy has uh, been on a winning streak for so long um, that the crowd is starting to turn against them and resent the fact that they seemingly are Superman and win all the time. So during a long uh, feud with another wrestler, they get slowly beaten down and beaten down and have to give in to the hate that is building inside of them. Um, And they sustain a massive chair shot to the head and completely alter personality. And Clefairy becomes Arya, which is the Russian um, and the original prototype name for uh, Clefairy. And if you know wrestling, uh, Russians mean bad people. (laughs) (laughs) Almost... Almost always. Universally. So now Clefairy, instead of unleashing uh, beach balls to the crowd, she releases stink bombs and 
in metronome is now with the middle finger. Nice. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's so very good. And uh, the song is death metal now. Good. Oh. Something like Cannibal Corpse. <laughs> yes. Fuck yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, very good answers, guys. Um, so we're gonna we're gonna just bring it on home real quick here. Uh, give me one one last thought on why your wrestler is the best wrestler presented here today. Matt. Kyle, the best of the greatest, the greatest but few. Those doomed to be heroes. The king wants you. These the king wants you, Kyle. Again. God. Bless it. Hate it. Yeah. Listen, I have one joke, and that's it. And I just read song lyrics slowly. That's all I do for this show. All right. Good. Well, good job, Matt. Well, thanks, uh, Andrew. Closing thoughts. I think shelters for Algernon was a pretty good joke. <laughs> I'm glad you used your last chance to defend yourself. <laughs> defend <laughs> your joke in the super secret bonus question um, you're welcome todd if you ain't dirty you ain't here to party gold are you doing Mux, matt's thing gold Mux, damn it that's what he's doing <laughs> gold Mux is here to party nasty nasty okay ew i Gross. tasted that <laughs> um will closing thought and its name is Clefairy. <laughs> I actually want that. I want I, that now. Yep. It's Print. <laughs> sell it. Petition to get John Cena to do Clefairy on like a college humor video. Is college humor still a thing? Sure. Yeah, they're around. Yeah. Can right. John Cena voice Clefairy in the follow-up to Detective Pikachu? <laughs> I think I think he could. He's 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 trying to make his movie career take off, so I think you could convince him. That, and I also want a Gilbert Gottfried Meowth. <laughs> yes. Oh, oh, yes. Oh, that's so good. Oh, yes. That's so oh, good. Yes. I don't 100%. want 100%. All right, guys. Um, we've, we've dunked on each other a lot this episode, so let's, let's not leave on that sour note and say some good vibes about each other. Matt. Yeah, um, Andrew, Galarian Weezing is great. Galarian Weezing <laughs> is <laughs> my favorite Galarian form Pokemon to come other yes. than Obstagoon. And I was super going to pick Obstagoon, but you picked Galarian Weezing <laughs> and we didn't need that much Galaria in here. But um, your yeah. backstory was great. Um, not so much your walkout. We'll just skip over question <laughs> two. <laughs> um, Fair. Also, I liked the music that you chose. Um, Todd. I don't know why you're so horny over Alolan Muck, <laughs> uh, but your your mad living together of Alolan Muck and Goldust was also very good, uh, and I enjoyed what you did with him walking down the aisle throwing toxic goo at the fans because reasons. Um, that was good. Uh, and then, Will, you brought John Cena into this argument, and if for nothing else, you win today because of that. Great job writing John Cena as a Clefairy, which I like very much. I'm very much imagining a Clefairy in in jean shorts doing the like you can't, you see, can't me. see me. That's how he does metronome. It's just his, his oh, hands like this. <laughs> Holy shit, that's really good, um, Matt. When I saw in the Google Doc today that you had Slow King, I thought 
you had mistyped Slacking, <laughs> which is a very different Pokemon. So I'm glad you went with Slowking and not Slacking, who just Todd, go ahead and get up a picture since you don't know who we're yeah, talking about. Yeah, I don't about. I was like, is this a is this yeah. like a thing where you think yeah. um Matt the, was slacklining? The the royal <laughs> the royal court is so very good. So I love this good. idea. I love this idea of like a a series of thralls in the audience. Yeah. Like that's that's amazing. And uh the backstory that Slow Slowking is just really good because he is the smartest. <laughs> it's so silly and so and so great. Um uh, well Thanks. done. Todd, what a weird boner you have today. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, I didn't make this I didn't make this any more sexual than any of you did. That's fair. Um Alolan Muck was a great pick. Uh that was like the the natural foil to my Galarian wheezing. <laughs> so <laughs> Uh, really, really well done. Um, I think there's a lot of different ways that you could have taken it, and it wasn't def- definitely wasn't the worst way. Well, you say that, but yeah. Um, Will Clefairy, holy shit, Clefairy, <laughs> that was that was real fun. Um, I love Clefairy. Uh, Clefairy is John Cena is my new favorite theory, and uh, I'm gonna continue to go with that. So, um, the meteor shower specifically. What a great pool. And uh, every, anytime somebody brings up a Final Fantasy summon, I am all, all in. So great job, everybody. Yeah, Matt, you told a story about a Pokemon I didn't care about and made me care about. Hey, it. thanks. Um, I, <laughs> I can't tell you how much I didn't care about um, Slowking and whatever it evolved from. Um, and Slowpoke. Slowpoke. Slowpoke, sure. I it's just one know of your that, boys. He's one of yours. I, yeah, I know. That's well, there's 151 of them. How on earth can I remember all of those? That's <laughs> impossible. No one, no one has ever named more than 20 of those Pokemon. So anyway, um the the headcanon you created for Slowking being like the smartest and like this like mob boss-esque Pokemon in this wrestling world is very, very good because it fits very well. Um Andrew, your Pokemon is an is basically a British version of like an Texas oil baron, and it made yep. me feel bad. Um, <laughs> Doug Dimmodome, owner of the yeah, Dimmodome, <laughs> real Dimmodome situation. Um, yep. Yeah, uh, you put a lot of references in there that I think you put a lot of time into, and we didn't care. But I, sure did. I, <laughs> but I appreciate your dedication to the craft. Because at the end of the day, that matters for something. I have to sleep at night. <laughs> Will, I'm just going to agree with what everyone else said. The John Cena Clefairy was very, very good. Um, for me, the biggest thing was the heel, tone, the heel turn that was metronome with middle fingers. That, <laughs> for some reason, is just the funniest thing that I can actually think of, especially because it's John Cena who is shaped like a triangle in jorts. Um, <laughs> so that was that was very, very good. And I'm glad that you've put this mental image into all of our heads to live there forever. So uh, for me, Matt, I loved the uh, idea of slacking being the head of like a stable. And I was thinking in my head, I was like, does WWE have 15 D-class wrestlers that, that could be slackings, lackeys? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, actually, WWE is full of them because it doesn't know how to create stars. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> There's the dig at WWE that we've Got been him. Take that, for. you D-listers. <laughs> um, Andrew, like, completely racist, but in such a beautiful <laughs> way. Um, Thank you. Like a fun type. <laughs> Like a fun uh, type. 
If nobody else got, else got the references I did, um, I thought they were great. I love the Fagin reference in particular. I thought that was, <laughs> that was quite fun. <laughs> um, um, and yeah, the the whole kind of setup, it just oh, gets me so excited for the short Sword and Shield game and um, yeah. ready mm-hmm. for that. Mm-hmm. Um, for sure. Todd, you brought me back to when wrestling was something that I truly loved and not something that I kind of felt obliged to watch. Um, <laughs> back in the Attitude Era. And uh, thank you very much for that. Um, it was a really interesting look on how to bring muck into things. It was something that I um, I thought about muck for a bit and I was like, uh, I don't really know how I'd do it. Uh, but you round that out perfectly with him and it was a great way of doing it so you just gotta get you just gotta get real real gross with it that's (laughs) that's just that's the secret i think that's it it's my british new um british sensibilities wouldn't allow that so (laughs) (laughs) there you go get us get us back for andrew's racism um (laughs) all right well it is time to decide a winner and um we're gonna we're gonna i'm gonna break form and just um, announce the winner first and then tell the rest of you what you did right. Um, so our winner today is Will with his John yeah. Cena yeah. fairy. Yeah. Um, very, very, very good blending of actual WWE and actual Pokemon. Um, that's very, very good answer today. Um, Matt, I think had Will not been here, you would have been our winner. Um, I very much like Mob Boss, uh, wrestler, Slow King, and I think your signature move of the the zen headbutt with the like d-list uh wrestlers distracting them so he can like set it up and and land it uh was second only to the like the audience participation metronome (laughs) into into a garbage meteor smash so good job there thanks um andrew you committed <laughs> this is me giving a thumbs up. Um I I do I did like all all of the these vaguely racist references you included. I did like you the inclusion of a Pokemon that isn't out yet. Um because I can't get enough of Galarian uh wheezing cuz it's such He's very good. It's a very good silly design that I'm excited to see in Sword and Shield as well. It's coming to Pokemon Go now as well. Oh, is it? Good. Uh, um yeah. oh, I don't nice. play that any I don't play that anymore, but I that's good to know cuz Pokemon Go is fun and everyone who plays it <laughs> should enjoy that as well. Um and Todd, you you Yeah. Uh, you 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 showed up. <laughs> um no, you you did a very like uh, I don't know the the wrestler you referenced the whole time. But if it See, was that's enough, the problem. That's right there. That's, that's what the it problem. Is. If it was enough to make Matt angry with how good your your mad living was, um, good job. <laughs> and then good also good job at making the rest of us feel very uncomfortable and unclean the whole time. So which I think I'm sure you were trying to do as well. Not the hero you you need, but the hero you deserve. And there's the other <laughs> there's the other Batman reference we were Todd is gonna <laughs> ham fist into this episode. Um, and with that, Will, congratulations on your victory. Thank, Thank you, you listeners, for listening to Debate This. Um, before I get into our sign-off, Will, why don't you tell our listeners how they can find you um, blasting off again or anything else you are involved in? 
Well, uh, you can find Blasting Off again where all good podcasts are sold. Um, I particularly recommend Overcast. It's a pretty cool uh, Wii app that I use. Um, the Twitter link is at Blasting Off Pod, uh, which I often get wrong. So don't listen to it. <laughs> uh, when, when I announce it on the, on the actual podcast, it's probably the wrong one, which is probably why I have about four listeners, uh, four followers, <laughs> including Andrew. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, come and check us out. Uh, if you support us on Patreon, there is hours and hours of content to uh, backtrack on, and you we give you time to sync up the episode. So if you want to watch it alongside us with like our our uh, terrible director's commentary and uh, long form debates about Canadian politics, then uh, you can pay <laughs> for that as well. Uh, Patreon.com forward slash blasting off again. Um, but yeah, uh, anything else that kind of comes my way, I will probably announce on the Blasting Off Twitter um, as well. All right. Very cool. All right, listeners, um, thanks for listening to Debate This. We had a very fun time today um, talking Pokemon and wrestling and where those two <laughs> overlap. Uh, will, thank you again for coming on our show. Yeah, uh, we look forward. For we look forward to the next time you can come on. Follow along with the argument on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at DebateThisCast. And check out our website at DebateThisCast.com. If you like what you hear, please leave us a review so more people can find our nerdy, dumb, oddly gross show. Um, until next time, I'm Kyle Harper. I'm Matt. WWE would be better with more progressive metal. <laughs> Cole. I'm Andrew. I read I read the spark notes of Great Expectations, Henderson. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Todd. Goldmucks is not not horny, Thomas. Uh, and I'm Will A.W. for life, Grant. <laughs> uh, we're saying thanks for debating with us. And if you think you're wrong, you can come fight us behind the swing sets, nerds. <laughs>